Hello ladies and welcome back to I Am She. I know it's been a while since I've recorded an episode, but there's been a lot going on in my family and 2023 was sort of a rough year, so I took a step back to focus on some other things. Um, But this episode will be dealing with grief and it is a tribute to my baby brother Ezekiel. In this episode, I will be discussing seven steps of grief and how they related to me in dealing with the loss of my brother. When dealing with grief, there are a lot of emotions that come with it, whether it's anger, shock, depression, um, coming to terms with it. It's a lot to deal with. And sometimes you just don't know where you're going. Um, In August of 2021, my brother Ezekiel was murdered. And that was kind of the first big, big time that I had ever dealt with grief. Um, We lost his father when I was about 10. um, And I was really young, so I didn't really understand what I was dealing with. But in terms of being an adult and actually really losing someone that was very close to me was when I had to understand and learn really what grief is. I also want to make a point to say that grief is not always associated with someone's death. Um, It could just be a loss of a friendship. It can be a loss of losing all that you gained or built. Grief just comes with loss in general. For me, grief came with losing my brother. Um, Growing up, we were really, really close. I was like a second parent to him. I helped my mother raise him. So it was like my baby. We had a real close connection immediately. Um, As we grew older, we sort of separated. He was dealing with his choices in the path that he took in life and I was dealing with choices in the path that I took in life so we kind of I wouldn't say grew apart because we've always loved each other but we weren't in close communication as much as I wanted to um so in dealing with all of that that really helped me to relate with these seven steps of grief that I'm going to go over The first step of grief is shock and denial, which is disbelief you haven't accepted or acknowledged that they are gone. Um, When I found out my brother was murdered, I was at work and my sister called me. Um, We both knew that eventually it was coming because of the lifestyle that he was in. Um, But when it actually happened, we both just couldn't believe it. And it was a real hard pill to swallow. Um, And even though this is the first step of grief, it is something that I still deal with now. And it's been over two years. There are still some days where I wake up and I'm like, I can't believe he's gone. Um, And then there is pain and guilt. Pain can be associated with physical or mental pain. And then guilt, you blame yourself. Um, There was a lot of mental pain and a lot of physical pain. The mental pain came from guilt. Um, I had a lot, a lot of guilt when my brother was murdered. A lot of guilt. 
because we weren't so close, I felt guilty that I didn't have the relationship that I had with him before because I had thought I had all the time in the world and I didn't. And when it came to reality that that time was taken, I felt really guilty because I felt like there was more that I could have done to be close to him. Also, with him growing up, that was my baby. I loved him to death. So I always felt like it was my job to protect him. And I felt like in that moment, I could have been there to protect him. Now, I know that going through the steps of it and now that I am more, I have processed it more. There's nothing that I could have done about that situation because it was all in God's plan and I'm not God. And so there was literally nothing that I could do to save him or to protect him. Um, again, this is still something that I deal with. I still wake up wishing and wanting to tell him stories about his nephews and his niece. And it just sucks that he's not here. And it sucks that I felt like if I was where he was that I could have stopped it um, but it definitely is something that I am trying to deal with and understand that it's not my fault um, pain physically after my brother passed I was really really sick um, typically when I get stressed my body shuts down anyways but I was in a lot of pain emotionally and physically and mentally. And there was many days where I couldn't sleep. There are times where I'm just crying to the point where my stomach hurt. I'm just crying in the shower, crying in my bed. Um, so it's a very difficult, it's a difficult pain to deal with. It's not the normal pain that a lot of us endure on a daily basis. The third step is anger and bargaining. This is a secondary feeling to mask other emotions, the what if stage, and it goes hand in hand with guilt. Um, I was very angry. My brother's death was a very messy one. And two years later, we still don't have many solid answers. So it's anger is definitely still there because we don't know. And you want to get revenge you're we're human um so I was very very angry um and the what if what if when he was younger I tried to steer him out of the lifestyle that he was in what if I let him move with me to California because he lived in Washington and I'm in a different state what if I had him come here it wouldn't happen there's so many what ifs um there was an incident that happened in our family where I actually got to speak to my brother a few days before he was married, where I hadn't talked to him in almost a month. And this is a good what if, but it's still a what if. What if this situation didn't happen? I wouldn't have been able to really talk to my brother. Um, so it, it's really tough. It's really hard to still talk about my brother's death and dealing with these emotions because even two years later, sometimes speaking about it is very, it's very raw. And I feel like I'm over it a lot of days, but as I grow in my grief, I understand that this is something that I'll never get over, 
but you get better at dealing with it um, and you don't get stuck in the grief you grow in it um the fourth step is depression depression is isolation no will to do anything you're overwhelmed you feel heavy you're confused every feeling that comes with depression I'm sure many of us have dealt with depression so we know what that feels like when my brother passed I didn't have a choice but to get up and go because I am a mother of six um I've always built myself on being the strong one in my family um so trying to make sure that I was there for my mother because this was her child and I could only imagine actually really losing someone you birthed I say that he was my baby but I didn't carry him for nine months so the pain that my mother was feeling I'm sure it was far worse than what I felt. So I felt like I needed to be strong for her. I still had to work. I still had bills to pay, but I was completely overwhelmed. And there was many days that I didn't want to get out of the bed and do anything. I literally had lost the will for everything. I didn't bake and that's something I love to do. I didn't bake for months. I didn't want to. My kids wanted me to do their cakes so I would get up and do it. But I didn't do it for fun. It, it wasn't something I enjoyed. I just didn't have the will for anything. There was many weekends where I didn't get up and spend time with my children because I was just in bed crying most of the time. I would take a shower just to cry. I would be driving from work crying because I felt so heavy with pain and I felt overwhelmed and just thinking and imagining like I couldn't believe that my brother was not here and I still can't believe that he's not here to this day he has so much more life to live and so much more to give but that's how we view it God seen a different plan and he did what God sent him to earth to do and it was time for him to go so understanding that kind of helps me get through and navigate through these steps um, the fifth step is reconstruction working through. Um, this is the part where you begin to put the pieces back together. I can't necessarily say that I have put pieces back together, but I am beginning to understand where the pain comes from. I am beginning to understand why it hurts so bad. Of course, that was my baby brother. And of course, I loved him to death. But there was so much more and it was so much deeper than what I could understand. And I had to sit in all these steps to really understand why it hurts as much as it did. Um, losing his father, his father was a, the greatest man. He was the greatest man. And he stepped in as being our father as well. There wasn't blood that can make us any closer and he never he never denied us as his children he came in and he was our dad he was our father and when I lost him at such a young age it burned and it stung because he was the best part of our family but he passed away when my brother was two months old so I still had a piece of him and my brother was so much like him he reminded me so much of him so it was not easy to deal with but it was it relieved some of that pain from the loss because I still had a piece of him here 
when I lost my brother, they were both gone. I didn't have a piece of him. I didn't have my brother. I didn't have anything. So that pain from when I was 10 year old, 10 years old started to resurface and it was meshed in with the pain of losing my brother. Um, so navigating through that helped me to be, helped me to understand and begin to navigate what I needed to do and dig deep so that I can understand what I needed to heal. Um, the sixth step is acceptance and hope. You finally accept what has happened. Um, I do have hope. There are days where I'm at peace with the fact that my brother is not here physically because spiritually and mentally, I know he's always here. I always dream about him. I give him hugs in my dreams. Um, I feel him here. We have pieces of him through his daughters. Um, and I can't say that I've accepted that he's gone. Um, if I'm being completely honest, it's not something that I've accepted yet, even in two years. His birthday and the day that he was taken, those anniversaries are the worst days of the year for me. Um, so it's not something that I've accepted, but I'm praying that God will continue to give me understanding and allow me to make it through that step of accepting that he's no longer here physically, but we always have him. And the seventh step is the upward turn, where you become relaxed and you're calm. The stage and of anger and pain have calmed down. I can say that anger and pain have calmed down. It's not completely gone. And I don't think that it ever will. Honestly, I don't think that that's something that will ever go away because we lost such a big part of our lives. Um, but it definitely has subsided. There were so many times where in the beginning I would hear things relevant to my brother's death and I would get so angry like so angry fuming I was burning and it just was something that was very toxic and unhealthy so I can say now that when I hear things I feel that anger bubbling up but I I am able to step back and pray about it um grief of losing him was very 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 hard and it is still very very hard doing this podcast it took me a long time to do it because it's something that's very difficult to talk about and I still get very emotional when I speak about my brother because it was such a rough thing to deal with and it still is and he had so many nephews and nieces that would have loved him I always tell the story because his spirit was so real that my daughter, when she was a baby, she didn't go to anybody. No family members. She only went to me and her dad. And the people that she went to daycare with because she was there all the time. But when she met my brother, he was like, give me my niece. And I'm like, she's going to cry because she didn't go to anybody. But because he has such a sweet, loving spirit, he grabbed her and she just hugged him and he gave her a kiss. And she kissed him back. And that moment was so special for me because she loved him. And that was the only time she got to meet her uncle. And he was the only person that she was willing to love on. And now that she's four, she's not able to have him. 
and to love on him. And I feel like just a great loss because he was someone that was so special to us. And his spirit was unmatched. And it sucks to lose someone like that, whether he's my family, whether he's my brother, whether he was just a friend. It was very impactful to lose him. And my mom always calls him her life child. And when we were young, I never really understood it. But getting older, older, I understand because he brought so much life to everybody he we encountered. He went through so much in the little years that he was on this earth and he never, never lost his spirit. He was never down. And when he was, you didn't know. There was never a time that you could be around him and you weren't smiling and laughing. There was never a time that he would let you feel down, no matter how down and out he was, no matter how sad he was. He always brought joy to everyone else. And I don't typically get emotional on this podcast, but I've said from the beginning that this is real and I want people to relate and understand. And this is a real moment for me. And it is such a great loss for me. And it's something that even two years later hurts to this day. I am getting better and I'm growing through it. But it is still very hard. Very, very hard. And I put off doing this episode because I knew I was going to get emotional. And I didn't want to get emotional. I don't like to let people in all the time. But this is something that I can't hide. And it's something that is very real and rough to deal with. And for anyone that has lost anybody close with you, I hope you hear this and know that you are not alone. I want you to understand that feeling these emotions and going through these steps of grief There's nothing wrong with it. Everyone goes through it. Everyone deals with it. It is something that is a part of life. Everyone dies. Everyone deals with grief. Everyone has to deal with some type of sorrow. And it sucks. And a lot of times you feel alone because you think that there's nobody else that knows how you feel. Even when you have family members. My mom, she lost her son. I have my sisters. They lost their brother too. But it's just something that you feel isolated in. Because everyone had their own relationship with him. So even though you know they're hurting and they're in pain just like you... You just still feel alone. And I want everyone to know that you are not alone. And if you are dealing with grief, feel those emotions. Feel that pain so that you know how to heal. I say that all the time in any situation. Feel that pain so that you can heal. Just make sure that you don't stay there. This episode for me was released and this episode is a tribute to my brother Ezekiel. 
anybody that encountered him knows how special he was. And as hard as it was for me to get on here and do this episode, I am so glad that I spoke on it. I just want to say that I love you, Ezekiel, and I always will. You are always a part of me. And I promise that I will continue to live and do my dreams, fulfill my dreams, and make sure you're nieces and your nephews are taken care of and that they will always know who you were and the sweet spirit that you had how loving you are we constantly talk about you I want them to always remember who you are I make a promise to make sure that your daughters know who you are and remember who you are and that your legacy and your spirit will live on I promise you that I will continue to heal and I just love you. I love you so much. And I know that you're not here with me physically, but I know that you're here with us spiritually and you're watching over us. And I just want to say on this episode that I forgive myself and I will let go of the guilt because I know that it wasn't my fault and that this was something that had to happen in this process. It took me a long time to understand and to come to terms with losing my brother. But in prayer one day, God checked my spirit and he told me that he didn't belong to us, that he belonged to him and that God allowed us to borrow him. So it is selfish to get upset when God took what belonged to him back. He did what he was supposed to, even though we have a different opinion. He was so young, he was only 21. So to think that he had did what he was supposed to and fulfill his purpose in 21 years is baffling to us. But we don't know God's plan and we don't call the shots. So when God say it's time, then it's time. And even though his death was messy and it's still unknown, we have no idea what's going on. And the people that did take his lives are still out there. It sucks. However, I know that God is holding us and I know that he's going to continue to get us through this. And I want to say to everyone else out there that has lost a family member, a loved one, a friend, that you will get through it too. And even if it's been going on for five years, 10 years, and you feel like you're just still stuck and that you haven't got over it, it's not something that you will ever get over. Just try to cope with it. Find ways to cope with it and know that they are still with you in spirit, that they are always going to be with you. Those visits that you get in your dreams are them visiting you and letting you know that they are okay and that you are going to be okay and that they will be here to guide you. So cherish those moments. And remember to, if you have not lost somebody, to cherish them, to always say you love them. Make time and don't think that you have all the time in the world because you don't. Make sure you love on the people that you have so that you don't regret not loving on them, make amends if there's people that you've fallen out with and that you want in your life, make amends with them before it's too late. 
because when you lose somebody and you don't get to love on them the way you want it to, it is something, it's a different kind of pain that hits and that guilt eats you away. So I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to me being vulnerable. And again, this is my tribute to you, Ezekiel. I love you and we miss you. she now has an email address and I would love for all my listeners if you have any questions for me if there's a specific topic that you want me to speak on um, or you want to share your story with me and would like others to hear so that they know they are not alone like I said we're trying to build a community you can go ahead and email me at imshepodcast at yahoo.com you can also follow me on instagram at I am she and you can message me on there. I would love to hear your guys' feedback and I would love to hear your questions for me and hear your stories as well.